This is the Behind the Line podcast coming to you from the crazy, chaotic lines of the Pacific Northwest. And this is Pacific Northwest Headline News. Well, Washington's new gun laws went into effect July 1st. The laws, one of them, bans the manufacture, import, distribution, or sale of a gun magazine that holds more than 10 rounds of ammunition. Gun owners who already possess higher-capacity magazines can keep them. A violation is a gross misdemeanor. The other new law deals with untraceable firearms, which are guns that don't have serial numbers and therefore can't be traced by law enforcement. This is a Class C felony to be in possession of that. Beginning in March of next year, the law will further expand to ban the possession, transport, or receipt of untraceable firearm. A third new gun law went into effect in early June that expanded the locations where weapons are prohibited or restricted in Washington. Under the new rules, the open carry weapons is banned in local government buildings like city halls where public meetings are held. Additionally, all firearms or other weapons are banned, even those that are not openly carried at school board meetings held on school district-owned or leased property. The new law also prohibits weapons at certain election facilities, including ballot counting centers and voter registration offices. There's an exception for concealed pistol permit holders, although that exemption does not apply at ballot counting centers when counting is happening. A first violation is a misdemeanor. Sponsors of the legislation said that one of their goals was to address the issue of armed intimidation in public square, especially in light of heated school board meetings and threats of violence surrounding elections. Last year, legislative Democrats banned the open carry of weapons at the state capitol and at public demonstrations. Of course, the Attorney General claims the magazine ban is going to reduce shootings. And if you've been following the local news lately, it has done nothing to stop any shootings. In fact, shootings are up in the Seattle area with just last weekend or over 50 shots being fired at a Seattle nightclub. These Democrats don't get that these laws don't work. Also in Washington, something you may not have heard recently was that a judge overturned the Washington state rule prohibiting insurers from using credit scoring to set rates for auto, homeowner, and renter insurance. Insurance Commissioner Mike Kreidler adopted the rule in February, immediately drawing a legal challenge from insurer groups. The rule, which was set to take effect March 4th, was paused while the legal proceedings continued. In her oral ruling invalidating the rule, Thurston County Superior Court Judge Indu Thomas said that Kreidler exceeded his statutory authority, something Democrats in our state love to do. Kreidler spokeswoman Stephanie Marquis said in an email that a written ruling from the court wasn't expected until next week. We will consult with our Assistant Attorney General on next steps and whether to appeal the decision, Marquis wrote. Earlier this year, Kreidler's office stated the process of implementing the permanent rule after an emergency rule the commissioner issued last year was struck down by a court, which found there was no justification to bypass normal rulemaking procedures. Kreidler had argued that people who have struggled financially during the pandemic are at risk of having delinquencies show up on their credit reports and has said that insurers charge good drivers with low credit scores nearly 80% more for mandatory auto insurance. Oh, it's good to hear a judge finally puts one of these Democrats who thinks they can do whatever they please in their place. 
Did you know in the state of Washington, it's actually required to teach morality and patriotism? This is uh, RCW 28A.405.300. I'm sorry, 28A.405.030 must teach morality and patriotism. It shall be the duty of all teachers to endeavor to impress on the minds of their pupils the principles of morality, truth, justice, temperance, humanity, and patriotism, to teach them to avoid idleness, profanity, and falsehood, to instruct them in the principles of free government, and to train them up to the true comprehension of the rights duty and dignity of American citizenship. Wow. Is that being done in Washington State Schools? RCW 28A.405040 Disqualification for Failure to Emphasize Patriotism No person whose certificate or permit authorizing him or her to teach in the common schools of this state has been revoked due to his or her failure to endeavor to impress on the minds of his or her pupils principles of patriotism or to train them up to the true comprehension of the rights, duty, and dignity of American citizenship shall be permitted to teach in any common school in this state. Any person teaching in any school in violation of this section or any school director knowingly permitting any person to teach in any school in violation of this section is guilty of a misdemeanor. This was effective in 2003. Is this being done in Washington State Schools? Why are teachers allowed to behave the way they are in Washington State Schools with this law in effect? Meanwhile, in California, a pro-Antifa teacher who received widespread backlash after getting caught on video bragging about how he was working to radicalize his students with far-left ideology was given three years of pay to resign, according to a local report. Officials in January agreed to pay Gabriel Geip, a special studies teacher at Endercombe High School, $190,000 to leave his post without fighting his prospective firing, the Sacramento Bee reported. After tax, Gype walked away with a total of $100,000, the paper reported. His annual salary reportedly was $60,000. Project Veritas exposed Gype's teaching methods last year on video, which captured Gype stating that he tried to scare the fuck out of kids in order to motivate them politically. Footage also surfaced of his classroom, which reportedly included a poster of former Chinese dictator Mao Zedong, as well as one with the Antifa flag. Gype also allegedly had a collection of stamps dedicated to communist dictators, including one of Joseph Stalin and an insensitive phrase, which he had allegedly used to mark students' work as complete. Other stamps had images of Fidel Castro and Kim Jong-un. He also said in the video that a student complained about the Antifa flag hanging on the wall in his classroom, stating it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I don't really know what to tell you, he says. Following a racist school board meeting with outraged parents, 
The Natomas Unified School District moved to place Skype on unpaid leave. However, the paper reported that an administrative judge later ordered he be put on paid leave during any investigation or related hearings. The settlement prevents the district from discussing details of Guype's leaving with any potential new employers, except for general details such as his salary, the dates he worked there, and the date he resigned, the report said. District Superintendent Chris Evans previously said that going forward, administrators will be tasked with looking more closely at classroom walls when they conduct their routine visits. Teachers should not be teaching this garbage to kids. This is not an indoctrination camp. It is school. Kids should be learning the basics of education, reading, writing, math, science, not this social garbage that is anti-patriotic, anti-U.S. People like this should not be allowed to be teachers, and the district cannot discuss these matters with any other district this moron may get a job at, which means he'll just be doing this somewhere else. Parents need to demand better from these ridiculous public school districts. Thank you for listening to the Behind the Line podcast. For more, visit BehindTheLinePodcast.com. You can also find us on NetNewsNetwork.net, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Telegram, Gab, Parler, and Truth Social. Please like, share, and subscribe.